Hello, after what feels like an eternity, we're finally able to report on some actual football. This weekend was supposed to be special, and special it was, but for all the wrong reasons. Let's not waste any more time, we've waited long enough. It's the lower league look. 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 Grant, we're back. We're back oh. with season two, but properly. We're back proper. Yes. Oh, and it me. didn't go how I wanted it to. It really fucking oh. did, but we'll get into that. What, what we have got to mention, Grant. Weekend. It's, it's disgusting. Disgusting. That's what it is. But what we've got to mention is it's Monday. This will be going out on probably Tuesday, but 24 hours ago. I know it's not League Two related, but it does lead me on to something. England women, yep, brought it home. By the way, they certainly did. And do you know what? It's been sixty years, sixty years, yeah, since England have done a major trophy, and it just goes to show it takes a woman to finish a man's work. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, unreal scenes. Like it was. Like, and I'll be honest, I've not watched much women's football. It's not been something that's ever really interested me. And I don't think that that's anything to do with them. Me and me and Liv were talking last night about it, and it wasn't. It's hard to talk about, I think, as a guy. It's hard to have an opinion on as a guy without coming across as sexist. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying to, to, to Liv was that I felt that the, the, the pitch being the size that it was was a detriment to them. And I don't feel like they deserve, I feel like it made them look real, not really bad, but it made them look worse than they were. And it, that wasn't really what you want to see. But it was, um, a, was it Wembley, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a massive pitch. It's, it's huge. But do you know what? I think more big clubs and big stadiums should open their stadiums to the matches. <laughs> I am for the, for these Euros. I am. It was only really the I see smaller teams like your Brightons and things like that that were that were hosts. Yeah. Leeds, Leeds did one. Um, Sheffield Chef, United did one. Oh, I did a few, but yeah, I, I get what you mean. It, it's... I think England winning, uh, England women, women winning, England women, women winning. Yeah, that one. The thing that I can't <laughs> say. It's going to do absolute wonders for the women's game in in England. I mean, I was going to say in this country, I'm not including that because. Women's football is probably shut up here. No, um, you're definitely anyway. not. You're from Scotland, and we're going to get on. We're going to get on to people from Scotland later on. Um, but the reason but I no, it was great. It, well, it, it was. It was great. It's good to see, and like the papers and stuff are all really positive, and that's nice to see. Because if England men's team had won, there'd still be a negative headline. Um, but the good thing is, it, it leads me on to sort of what's coming for us soon in the next couple of weeks, which is um, the girls from her game two the ones that follow League Two clubs are coming on as guests, which is going to be nice because it's going to be it's going to be good to see what they're doing, where they're heading as, a, as an organisation and get a different perspective because I think every guy's perspective on football is the same, really. Like I sit and talk to Liv sometimes about football and it's, it's weird to see how she sees it compared to how I see it. Um, it's just a complete, you know, chalk and cheese. So it's we've got that good. I'm excited yeah, to get on it. It's going to be, it's going to be really good. And I think the, the hard game to... People are doing a fantastic job yeah. um, throughout every single club, and it's good to see clubs 
getting representation by yeah. our game too. And it's growing. It's really growing yeah. as well. And that, and I think that's that's showing that there's a lot of support and a lot of people that are getting behind them. So that, that's coming in the next couple of weeks. We do have another one now. We're not going to mention a name, Grant, but I know that you're excited by the oh, other one that got lined up. I um, can't wait. That's coming two weeks' time. That's going to be a big one. So we're not going to announce. We're not. We're not. I don't think we're going to announce it until we record, and it's done, and we can post the screenshot of this yes. with us in and say you're going to want to see this. So, but we'll we'll deal with that at the time. Let's get back into the football. Oh, let's get into the football, not back into it because we haven't really spoken much about football over preseason. It's just been about transfers, but we've got actual games to talk about and. You said what a weekend for League Two. Do you know what? I think so many coupons were burst at the weekend with League Two football. Yeah. Like so many results didn't go the way that I thought they were going to go. I um, there was goalless games where we thought there was going to be goals. There was pummelings where I thought there weren't going to be pummelings. There was shock results. It just goes to show though, the first game of the season, anything can happen. We can make all the predictions. The bookies can make all the odds that they want. Yeah. No one really knows until a ball's kicked who's going to yeah. do well, and this has proven it. Yeah. I, it, it, it's just it's proven what we've said all preseason. This is going to be a really really tight season. It's. I think it's going to be unpredictable throughout the entire thing. I think it's going to be really hard to to sort of get a, a, an idea of what's going to happen because it's just. I mean, we. I think I said that. Out of the four relegated teams, Gillingham, I felt, would do the, the best in the first game. is AFC Wimbledon, who came down with them last season, pumping them 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think, I, think I've, I think I've agreed with you. I think, I can't even remember. Do you know what? I just done my, my league prediction the other day, and I can't even remember what I predicted for it. Yeah, I, I remember 20 minutes later, so it's, it's going to be a good end of the season where we read them. No, I've still, I've still got it on my screen, and I made an absolute baller cup. I am when I was making it. You will laugh your tits off. I am when you see what I've done, and it's only until I get kind of a third of the way through it that I see what I've done. Well, so for anyone who, who, who doesn't know, we don't do league predictions. We did, we weren't doing a one to twenty four, but then we we kind of got asked and asked and asked, so we decided to do it a bit different. I recorded a video of me discussing my one at 24. Granted, the same. We haven't seen each other's. We don't know who's got what. But we're not showing each other until the last, after the last game of the season, at which point we'll play the videos in the stream like this and we'll review each other's predictions. There's going to be a scoring system involved and the loser has to do a forfeit. Grant, what do you think of the forfeit that I've sent you by the way? It's horrible. It's yes, actually horrible. Yeah, I, I was expecting to get like, oh, you've got to get the lower league logo tattooed on you somewhere. That's what I was expecting the forfeit to be. Uh, do you know what? I wouldn't have minded that. Um, <laughs> You'd have rather that than what I've this one's, This one's awful. I'm, I'm hoping yes. you forget about it. Oh, no. no I've got it bookmarked. <laughs> it's good. It's all good to go. Such so a bell end. Mine comes with a drinking game as well, by the way. What does? My um, prediction league. I decided to put a drinking game in it halfway through. I'm in say any time I swear you've got to take a drink. I wait, hold up. Is any time you swear I've got anything. to take a drink? No, any anyone who's listening or watching, any time I swear oh, they've got to drink. You've been pissed, man. I've been knackered. Um so yeah, but game one, AFC Wimbledon. I didn't expect them to turn. To be fair, it was hard to predict between those teams. We don't know nothing about either. 
really, aside from, you know, we had, we had uh, Matt from, from Jules and the Buzz on, and aside from that, it was hard to really gauge what they were doing. But AFC Wimbledon 2-0, Wimbledon will be happy. I don't think Jules were expecting too much. If I'm honest, it's, it's that... No, I mean, not massively. You, mean, look, you, you look possession-wise, it was it was very, very even. But Gillingham only having one shot on goal mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole game, and that only came in the second half. Yeah. And they weren't on top either in the second half. Um, Wimbledon taking advantage the full way through. Um, yeah, Gillingham didn't really seem to work too much on it from what I can see. I... Um, I watched the highlights earlier on. I can't even, I couldn't even remember what the goals were like on it. I um, this is bad. I should remember the goals. Yeah, this is why I don't. This is why I shouldn't. Listen, there were a lot going on this weekend. It's been. It's been. I'm still raging, Grant. So don't don't worry. I'm still. I'm still should, an angry puppy. Should we get on to this? Why you're raging? I'm sorry, Wimbledon and Gillingham fans for us moving on so quickly. But I think the next match does have a massive, massive. In fact, not just one talking point. There's not many. There's, there's been many talking points in the Bradford Doncaster game. And a lot of it stems down to a certain new referee in the league, Mr. Bobby Madden. Coming down, and he was known as what you would say, what the best referee in the SPFL, or what people like to say was the best referee in the SPFL. Notorious for decisions in Rangers and Celtic games. Notorious for giving out a red card or two. And he gave out two, and I think he, he should have gave out three in this game. Now, I'm going to read something. I'm going to read something out. I'm in this case, i seen this the week before I'm the game started. This... It came out on the 27th, I think it was, that EFL referees were given new instructions on fouls, time-wasting, and player behaviour. Okay. So this is the 27th July it came out, and it goes kind of as follows. I've taken a couple of highlights from it. It said, English Football League referees will be told to maintain a higher threshold of fouls, cut down on time-wasting, and ensure player behaviour does not overstep the mark ahead of the new season. Officials have been instructed to adopt a higher threshold for penalising contact and challenges, taking into account how much contact there was, the consequences of it, and what the attacking player's motivation was. After the 21-22 campaign saw less playing time than ever before, referees will also be more proactive in curbing time-wasting and being prepared to sanction players from earlier in the game. He did not. That's what was stated in this in this article. This came through from BT Sport. So for those who haven't seen it, go and have a watch. You see, Bob. You see, five minutes. Was it five minutes into the game, Liam? Uh, I think yeah, just just under five minutes. Yeah. The lad from Doncaster. What player was it? Uh, Liam Ravenhill. Ricky. I don't know if anyone remembers Ricky. Ricky Ravenhill. It was his son. Used to play for us. Like really good player for us. Um. Yeah. Yeah, Liam Ravenhill. When I would say flying in to Ossetibi, two-footed, studs up, and unfortunately, there was a double leg break. Yeah. He, now, what I will say there, because I know Donny fans are instantly going to jump on it, he got the ball. But that's not relevant. No. Getting the ball doesn't matter. 
if you have gone through that ball with enough force to snap somebody's leg in two places, you are not in control and you have endangered your opponent. That is a red all day long. The issue came with before Osadibi had even hit the ground, Bobby Madden had a yellow card out of his pocket. He'd not assessed the situation. He hadn't looked at what the outcome was. I mean, players around instantly knew. He was so slow. I, I would say it took him a good seven, eight, nine seconds to gesture for apparent for, for the medics to come on. The players were screaming and, and gesturing, and he just kind of stood there. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. Do you think that Bobby Madden knows he comes with a bit of a reputation for giving out a red card? And do you think he went, shit, I am five minutes in to my first EFL game. I don't want to give out a red card to you. Honestly. Um, no, no, because I, I think had it been a questionable foul where you would look at it maybe in two different ways and say, could be, couldn't be, you know, maybe this was black and white. You know, if, 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 Liam Ravenhill had stood up and had just punched Osadibi square in the jaw, he'd have given a red card. It was an obvious foul. It was an obvious red card. And we've got, a, you know, the, the frustrating thing about this, and let's say we're only four minutes into the game at this point, is that Liam Ravenhill is going to be available to play this Saturday and Osadibi is probably not going to be available for the rest of the season. Yeah, that he is had, difficult. He had, and this, this is, I spoke to someone after the game who was involved in, getting him off the pitch, getting him to the ambulance. Osadibi, the leg break was that bad. He had four doses of morphine and was still screaming at the top of his voice. Four doses. Fuck. He was screaming. Yeah. But they had to relocate his leg on the pitch as well, by the way. They had to set it. Mm -hmm. So he had his leg. That's why we were down for so long. We ended up with nine, nine minutes out of time in the first half. Um, That's right. Yeah. That's right. But, but that wasn't oh. the only thing that hmm. Bobby Madden was involved in. <laughs> well, I mean, Lee Tomlin, take a bow for this. Um, if, mate, he can't take a bow, he'll fall over. It was th This is one of the most ridiculous things I've seen in football. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen some silly, silly things. You've seen things like Beckham kicking Simeone and then him falling over, Beckham getting sent off. This, for me, is up there. We said the other week on podcast that Lee Tomlin's going to do something stupid this season. Yeah. He's taken one game to do something fucking Mate, stupid. It took 40 minutes. He didn't even take a game. Yeah, it was. It was, added in the, it was added time in the first half. Yeah. So this goes back to, again, what I was saying in this article, that referees have been instructed to adopt a higher threshold. So this is for penalising contact. So this is one with saying less playing time than ever before. They have to be more proactive in curbing time wasting and be prepared to sanction players earlier in the game. Lee, Lee Tomlin kicked the ball away not once, tw but twice. He got booked for the first time. He then kicked the ball away again. And then Jamie Walker came over and like tapped his foot. And he, he went down he like he'd been shot by a sniper. Um, and do you know what? People think it's silly that Bobby Madden sent him off. I actually think that was a very good decision. It, it was a good by decision. By the referee. It was a very good decision. However, I've never in my life seen it. Like, we we were all, all around me, we were screaming, going, 
fuck him, get him off, get him off. But no one expected him to do it because when he did it, everyone turned to each other and went, He's done it. He's sent him. I think it's. I think it's going to set intent for matches that he's officiating, and in the future that he's made, he's came out and he's made a statement with that. I think. See, is it making up for what happened, or is it making a statement? I, I, I genuinely believe he was making, he was making up for what happened earlier. But the interesting thing is that Tomlin didn't get sent off. His second booking wasn't for the kick away or the dive to the ground. It was for descent. I was going to say it's complete descent. Yeah, no, it was it was for 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 back chatting. That's what he's been sent off for. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, I I think it was to just I think he was setting it. Do, do you want to know why I think he was making it right? Because Donny wasted time constantly throughout that game. Every time their goalkeeper got the ball, he would jump up for a court from a cross, catch the ball, pull it into himself, and then slowly drop to the ground and just lay there. He, he managed. Get up. He definitely managed the game well. Is the fan reaction I have got from the Doncaster fans? Yes, but if Bobby Madden was send, if Bobby Madden was enforcing that rule that you've just read there, that doesn't happen, and that's why I think he was basically making it right for what had gone on earlier. Because if he has booked Tomlin for time wasting, for diving, for being basically just trying to con, then more players would have been booked throughout that that game. Um, I just don't see that that was the thing. I think he was making it right, but, you know, it finished nil-nil. It, the comfort that I'll take from this, and I've, I, Donny fans are disagreeing with me, and I don't really know how. You've got the stats in front of you there. Look at the possession first off. So, well, I, I actually seen this after the game. It was something like 80% possession that Bradford had. Shows intent. I am of the style of football that you guys are going to be playing, possession-based football. But I've got to say, in the whole game for both teams, both teams, three shots on goal. This is continuing for Bradford what happened last season. Bradford last season couldn't hit a barn door if it was put in front of them. This season, the same start has happened to the season. They've got to improve on this. This is what they struggled with last season. It's got to happen. So the, the it's it looks a lot worse than it actually is, in my opinion. Because yes, it's we had two we had two shots on target. We had twenty two shots two on target. The issue was Doncaster had ten men behind that ball, so our twenty two shots were all from outside. Well, not all. There were some, but the majority were from 25, 30 yards. And they would, you know, we hit the post. Uh, there was one, just there were quite a few that just dragged wide, a couple just over, but we were basically having to shoot from wherever we could. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Doncaster play these tactics more throughout the season. I they think play we will them see tactics more. They're screwed. I think we will see some more shithouse tactics from Doncaster this season. It is going to be interesting to watch their next couple of games to see the style of football that they want to play and what they're going to bring into this. Shall we move on to the next game? We have touched on there's, that game for quite a while. There's, there's one more thing to, 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 to mention in that game. Oh, Keen Harrett. Yeah, full-time, whistle goes. Keen Harrett's next to the keeper. The keeper said something at first. He did. I'm, I'm, I'm probably 15 foot away from it. Keen Harrett turns around and just basically, you see him, you can read his lips, and he just went, I'll see you outside. At which point they start squaring up. Players come over. One of the Donny players did put a head in, 
I don't know if it connected, but he didn't get picked up on. Kian Arrow's been sent off for apparently raising a hand. The issue is the club have come out today and said that they're not going to appeal it purely because they can't find clear enough footage. They've said that he hasn't hit him. And if there was a camera on it, we'd have, or if there was a, a camera in the right position, you'd seen that he's not hitting, but they, they've said there's, there's no clear enough footage. So, Kian Harrett, we lose Kian Harrett for three games for a, apparently allegedly raising a hand. Liam Ravenhill's going to start on Saturday after snapping off Sabibi's legs in two places. I don't think Ravenhill is going to see it as something that he deliberately meant to do, though. I he's, think he's not. He's not yeah, at all. But I think he'll the be the first one to hold his hands up and say he's, he's probably ruined someone's season. It was nice to see Osadibi putting up on Twitter that he's doing well, his operations yeah. went well. And from us, I suppose we can just wish him all the best for his recovery. And hopefully yeah. we see him at some point before the season's come to an end because it's a shame to see any player season um, yeah. end that way or anyone get a horrific injury. I'm Carlisle v Crawley. <laughs> this was always going to happen. Let's be honest. When that video went out last week, if I could have yeah. picked a single result that was going to go one way this, this weekend, it was Carlisle to turn Crawley over after that video. I think that, and Preston, uh, if, you, if you watch this, if anyone clips it, we thought that that video was hilarious. Yeah. However... Your media guy, whoever put that video together, has thrown your players under the bus for this week for the weekend just gone. Because there was those no... Carlisle players need they needed no motivation, no team talk. You gave them their team talk. Simple. It just it just all you didn't need to do is show them it and that's that was it. Sorry, that was done. Um what really showed in this game for me is Crawley are wanting to play Premier League style football. Crawley were playing one. They were trying to do one touch foot, one touch passes. I they they made five hundred and fifty four passes in the game. They completed four hundred and forty two of them, but they didn't <laughs> have a single shot on target. And and that's a team that have signed the, the, the yeah, three shots. They had three shots on goal, but they didn't have a single shot on target. Six goal attempts. I um, whereas Carlisle looked as if they could have scored all eight that they had on target. Well, the highlights, the highlights, the highlights. didn't do they, the highlights didn't do Crawley any justice at all in that game. I they might have had all the possession, but Carlisle looked absolutely like they dominated that game. They could have scored five or six. No, there's. There's a point in the highlights which I, I picked up on now. Jordan Gibson is someone that, you know, used to play for Bradford. There's a bit of bad blood between the, him and the club and his dad. There was a particular highlight where he picked the ball up, I think, just in his own half and he just, he just, he just ran with it. And it, it was baffling to see because he didn't just look, he didn't just look good on the ball. Crawley looked terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of work. Crawley have got a lot, a lot of work. To yeah, do. they need yeah, to do something, this, right? And they, and they will, and they quick. will. Like you say, first game, they, the first, they'll never ever send a video out like that again. No, no, they got a not. chance. I mean, it was funny as anything. I, I, I loved it. It, it. it appeals to both mine and your sense of humour. Yeah, it does. doesn't appeal to a is, lot the, of football fans' humours though. I'm gonna say, well, but here's the thing: I don't think that. A lot of people were bitching and moaning, right? And 
complaining about it. Saying, oh, it's, it's, you don't do that. And they were all saying exactly what we think about Carlisle. Like, everyone, everyone's going to go to Carlisle and chant, Carlisle's a shithole, I want to go home. Absolutely. Yesterday, Bradford released a video on Twitter, and I haven't sent you this, but they released a Twitter from a, the Tomlin incident, a video. But the, but the voiceover from it was from the World Diving Championships in the Olympics. <laughs> now, what's the di- now what's the difference there? Because I don't think that there's much of a difference. It, it just seems to be the cool thing at the minute is to hit on Wagme United and Crawley. And that's why I think if yeah. any other club had done that, there would have been nowhere near as big a backlash. Um but yeah, it's yeah, they did the, Again, the world diving championships. Ever, we've never seen it, we've never seen an ownership of a team. Not not the club. We've never <laughs> seen an an ownership of a club come out and say that just fans have, have brains full of cum. <laughs> yeah. And then talk about how they only want to they want to meet a guy called Brian. <laughs> but it's just do you know what? It got the result. They like not the result. Obviously, they lost. But I mean, the reaction was exactly what they thought they were going to get. If they can't win, if they posted a video praising Carlisle and talking about how it was going to be a great game and this, that, and the other, people would have moaned. Yeah, you can't. They can't win. Doesn't matter what they do, they cannot win. So, okay, as far as I'm concerned, keep doing it. I don't think they will because this has backfired. This is egg on face moment. This is, this is huge. Um. See, we but, said we'd happily say that Crawley were shit. Doesn't matter they were sponsored by Wagner. Oh, they, if they've they been shit, we'll call fucking, them shit. They were fucking terrible. And do you know what? I don't think they disagree. Um, we've got a few of their fans that are in like our Discord. We've got a few in the WhatsApp. They, they said the same. They were absolutely diabolical. So right, I'm sure I've got a fan. I'm sure I've got a fan reaction here. I yeah, I do. I a very limp start to the season for Crawley. I think a few tweets are needed. Not panicking though, as it was obvious it was going to take time for the changes to be properly implemented. And I think that kind of hits the nail on the head. Yeah, it does. Um, there. All these fan reactions are taken from our WhatsApp group and our Discord, and I have scrolled to Twitter a little bit to get these. So, Grant, next game is what you called before we start recording tonight, the worst <sighs> result of the weekend. Yeah. I disagree. I think there's another one that's worse, but you, I'll let you take this. Harrogate 3, Swindon. Nil. Honestly, I was shocked. At this result, I'm, I I backed Swindon minus one. Yeah, you That's, did. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, <laughs> my three, my th- everything in my treble didn't come up. That put not one of them came. I I put Swindon minus one. I thought Swindon were going to give Harrogate an absolute doing. Yeah. I'm, but Harrogate. They were just phenomenal. They've started this season how they started last season. Come out the gates fast. Yeah. Um, and do you know who scored? Matty Daly. Matty Daly. He was the man of the EFL Trophy Cup, Pizza Cup, whatever the fuck we call it. Um, for us, good. scored pretty much every round. Couldn't get a game for yourselves, really, at Bradford. Didn't do well. He's came... Now to Harrogate, and he has hit the ground running. I'm Panson as well, got a goal, and then Muldoon's goal. My God, did you see Muldoon's goal? No, do you know I've got I've got him I've got him up here. Um, I'll let you talk. You can talk while I watch it. But Muldoon had only come off the bench. I think eight 
His 67th minute, he came off and he scored in the 76th. If you watch it as a Swindon fan, it is just the icing on the cake or the cherry and the icing on the cake, however the fuck you say it, for a really, really bad game. He pretty much rounds the keeper. It was embarrassing. Um, Swindon have lost a lot of players and their manager at Charlton, haven't they? I think they've lost two, three players. They've lost an apprentice in another part of the club. They've lost a manager, um, maybe, I think, a physio or something like that. It's, it's weird. All to, all to Charlton. And, yeah, this isn't, it's not looking like a good start for them at all. Um, How has he scored from there? It was bad, isn't it? It's an embarrassing goal to concede. I am, um, and it just it tops off a, an awful weekend for Swindon. I am, um, I really, really feel for Swindon fans off after that. When you look at Harrogate, who I think almost everyone that you've seen is has put Harrogate in the bottom two. I am, um, yeah. other than the city. I still event, think they will be. I still think they will be. Other than the city event, who put Swindon in the bottom two after yeah, after that him. result? After that result, if you watch that game. You'd go, nah, no chance. Swindon are going to be in the bottom two, and Harrogate are going to be at the top yeah. end. If you watch that, if you base the league on one match, yeah. Well, I mean, I was sat with the, with Adam from the city event, and he, when it when it came through, he just went, "Told you, told you." I was like, "It's one game, mate. Let's not get ahead of ourselves." But Jesus Christ, I was shocked. And I think everyone was shocked. I, I don't. You, you just can't justify going from being. In the playoffs, you know, I think I think top scorers in the league last season, I want to say, um, to just being absolutely anonymous against a team like Harrogate. It, embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Moving on, though. From awful goals. From awful goals to quite possibly the goal of the season on the opening weekend. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna take something so special. If if that isn't the goal of the season. I am so excited to see what goes on this year. So we're talking um, Leighton Orient here against Leighton your Orient club, Grimsby. against your club Grimsby, because I can Not see your sporting last season's Grimsby home top. Well, before we came out, you told me you liked this shirt. Um, you told me you liked this. So yeah. I've been waiting. I've been I waiting know. all podcast to say that. Well, mate, to be fair, it's. You know, Grimsby, fine. Randomly last night, I bought an Oldham shirt. I don't... Impulse. But I love this. This is beautiful. Don't come out. It's me. nice. It is nice. Uh, so, yeah, Leighton Orient, Grimsby. Wow. What <laughs> a strike. Well, he's, they were saying, though, from what I've seen, it's his weaker foot. That's that rocket with his left was his weaker foot. If anyone's not seen the goal, go and watch the, the Orient Grimsby highlights. It is. If you're going to talk about anything in that game, it is just that goal from James. Absolutely top drawer stuff. There was yeah. no stopping it. I am. My only concern about it not getting goal of the season is that it happened too early in the season, and it'll it's, get forgotten yeah, about. It'll be forgotten. It's it's difficult, but it, I think it, it's going to be difficult to argue against it, unless, like I say, something really. Really oh, special happens. Phenomenal. Grimsby, welcome to League Two. 
Welcome back. Good Welcome to see back. them back. Really Good happy Grimsby back. are back yeah. in the league. Get your shit together because, you know, otherwise it ain't going to be a long stay. Next game was Northampton, Colchester. I'll be honest, I, I said I don't think Northampton will be in the playoffs this season. I think they'll be sort of mid-table. I didn't see them struggling against Colchester. I, I didn't. It looked good, though. I know it was 3-2. Yeah. But, but I, I just... Good. I think... I think this season is going to be. I think the end of last season is going to be too much for them going into this one. But well, you know, we'll see. We don't know. We we reopen this here. It's why we don't do predictions. It's why we don't really like to do predictions because we don't know. This weekend's proven it. No one knows. No, no one has a fucking clue. No. But yeah, Not Northampton conceded two, but scored three. It's what you want. You you know, if you score one more than the other, you you're fine. You're laughing. Happy um, days getting through three points. I can't talk exactly. Happy days exactly. getting three points on the board for them. No, welcome yeah. back in North Atlanta, the top end of the table. And do you know what? I, I do think they'll do all right. I do after watching that. We'll, we'll see. I mean, 89th minute winner. It's, yeah, you've got to have the legs. And I think that's what we've seen quite a lot of this last couple of seasons in this league. You, you get the legs, you, you, you go to the last minute. I mean, we played 98 minutes. Um, it just I don't know teams just seem to give up maybe Colchester did I don't know I don't think you've got a Colchester's reaction or not I don't have a Colchester reaction on this no sorry Colchester um, one of the most surprising results for me this weekend was Crew turning over Rochdale that's the I, one I had it down as a draw yeah I, I didn't think that I mean Crew were 2-0 up Crew fans were absolutely buzzing. This was like for them, they were like, yeah, yeah piece of piss. Crew 2-1 against Rochdale. It seems like from what I've, I've read, Rochdale were very, very lethargic. Didn't seem to really get going from what I've, very, what I've read. Very Rochdale. Very Rochdale, yeah. Middle of the road. Didn't really, didn't look either way. Didn't look shit, didn't look great. Just looked Rochdale. And I think I think that's the standard. I think that's the, that, that's how we should gauge teams this season. Well, where are you in the scale of like one to Rochdale? Uh, no, no. I think I think it should be. Where are you on a scale of uh, as of this weekend? Barrow? To, no, not Barrow because that's pretty shit. Swindon to no Har- Hartlepool to Walsall. Yeah, and Rochdale a five on that ten scale. <laughs> That's I think we'll stick with that. Rochdale are always the five on the Rochdale <laughs> scale. Where do you sit? Rochdale are a five out of ten. Where are you? I like it, but yeah. I think the thing out of that game that everyone says it's proved right is how do you get Devante Rodney to play well and you make him angry? I am. Um, they were two 0 down. He must have got angry because Devante Rodney scored. It seems to be the only time that Devante Rodney scores a goal is when he sees the fucking red mist. It was the same when Hartlepool were down and facing relegation. He scored two. I can still hear the commentary in my head. and He just seems to do well when he's pissed off. Yeah. Well, do you know what? If it works, it works. Piss him off. Let him get pissed off. You know, it's, it's the same with Harry McCurdy. Wind Harry McCurdy up and you will concede. Certain players just have yeah, that yeah. Oriel post on social media about you. Um, well, by the way, we have some, for anyone who doesn't know, we do have some gifts coming. Um, they, they, to be fair, they should have been here today. They're not looking at my letterbox as if Bosman's going to come at quarter tonight. Um, they're not here yet, but when they I'm get excited. here... I'm excited. 
we'll wear them for next week's. It's going to be great. Um, Can't wait. Do you know what? One of the more surprising results of the weekend, then. <laughs> my team. A lot of people's, my team for the season. Your team for the season. A lot of people's picks to win the league. Mansfield getting turned over 2-0 by Salford. Yeah, and do you know what? So, I think it was Ben. Was it Ben that said this? That these two are going to be the top two teams this season. If that is the case, and you're basing it on Ben's um, leagues, this is Ben from the uh, Swindon podcast, Fools Rush In, um, then Salford are going to walk this league if the, if the league was predicted again on opening day. Yeah. Um, results. Salford, I think, really, really shown that they just consolidated over pre-season. Yeah. Um, and they brought in just players that they need to improve. Um, they absolutely played Mansfield off the park. Um, 19 free kicks Salford had. 19. Yeah. With only 39% of the possession. But it you just, look at it, if, if I showed you those stats from that game, you would not in a million years predict a 2-0 win for Salford. You wouldn't predict a win for Salford. Yeah. You know, Mansfield, 61% possession. 14 shots, four on target, seven off goal, like nine corners. It, I mean, look at the passes, Grant. Look at Mansfield passes. 536 passes, 445 mm-hmm. completed, and they lost 2-0. Again, um, you, look at, you look at the, the exact same with the Crawley stats yeah. as well. That amount of passes played... Um, that amount completed. They still, they still lose. They're just not, they're just not good enough. They had, I think, was it one real open chance? I am um, from Resorts who didn't put it in. I am yeah. unusual for him. He's their top goal scorer from last season. He'll be looking to add more to his tally. I am not with performances like that. They won't. I am Mansfield fans. I've got in there saying didn't play. This is. <laughs> I've got two different reactions here. It didn't play badly. Some poor refereeing decisions need to finish our chances. Salford's a shit ground. No clubs. <laughs> the fans are wank and don't even sing when they're 2-0 up. The reaction to that reaction was, who is this fan? We were fucking shit. <laughs> Joking here. Um, do you, that's... that's... I'm not wanting to keep going back to the Bradford game, but you've just when we're talking about two parallels in in uh, fan views, so he's not one to, but he's going to anyway. No, I'm gonna because I think this is this is what baffles me. So when I came out of the ground on Saturday, I was talking to some Doncaster fans. I had a nice long chat with them just about everything that got on, what were their views on the leg break, blah 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 blah. blah. And one of them said to me, "Now, um, Critchlow, who you know very well, yep. Swindon know very well, unbelievable player." He was right next to Osadiga when he broke his leg. Instantly dropped down, head in his hands, crying because of what he'd seen. Didn't expect him to be able to play on. He didn't just play on. He put on a man-at-match performance. Best player on the pitch by a mile. Got outside the ground talking to Donny fans, and they literally said, how did he win man-at-match? He was the worst player up field. That's a funny, funny old game, isn't it? Yeah. It's insane how you view it in two different ways. But yeah, that's. I mean, that those were two... You're talking about two guys from the same team having different views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insane. But what happened next, Grant? What's the next game? What's the 
What's the what's the one I that mean, I don't think anyone in this league would have predicted? I mean, Stockport two, Barrow three. Barrow were three nil up at half time. Yeah, three nil at that, Stockport. That is where I think I think fantastic. Yeah, they won. But I think that raises alarm bells that they were three one three nil up and nearly threw it away. Did they, you see they've got the legs? That there was a disallowed penalty as well. So Stockport had a penalty disallowed um, when they were three two down. Yeah. So player went through, get taken down, ref booked the barrel player. He booked them. But then all the barrel players were pointing, the linesman had flagged offside. So he had to rescind the booking and rescind the penalty. They were ready to take the penalty. That's how does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. And then there was another penalty shout after that as well. Yeah. There was another penalty shout after um as well. But (laughs) that was a clear, clear dive. I, um, I actually think he got booked for it as well. Yeah, Paddy Madden. Yeah, like Paddy Madden right at the very end. Yeah, right at the end for simulation. I am at the <laughs> at the end for trying to <laughs> trying to win a penalty. But big things that I take out of this game for Barrow is their second goal. Their second goal, Whitfield. Mm-hmm. Who was he at last season? Stockport. Stockport let him go. Barrow snapped him up. Oh, Coming yeah. back to bite them in the arse. And then Waters, Pete Wilde's man coming in, yeah, won the ball, ran through, and it, it was a fantastic goal. Watch it; it was a great goal by Waters. He came from um, Halifax, didn't he? he signed from Halifax. Yeah, yeah. So he was Pete Wilde's man last season yeah. at Halifax. I'm um, and what a goal he scored! I'm um, if he keeps up like that, then great. Interesting fact about this game. I'm um, for me. So last season. The last league game um, that Pete Wilde played was against Stockport. And oh, yeah. first game of the season for Bat as the manager of Barrow Stop is against Stockport. I don't know if that's ever happened before. If a we'll manager's last let's see, game... Let's see if we can get someone to fact check that for us. If anyone has played their last game as a manager in the National League and then came up against the same team the next season uh, with a different team, I don't think... That's happened. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure before we'll, we'll at see. all. I'm, but I think Pete. Wilde, I think Wild had Stockport's number. He knew them from last season. He knew how to set up against them. I am. I think that was possibly the worst game for Stockport to have as their first game of the season, and that is the worst result possible for them. Welcome back to the league, Stockport. Cheers. Thank you. It was uh, Pete Wild. You know what I liked about it? Pete Wild celebrating at the end. Oh, it was great, wasn't it? He, he, he was went great. wild. It was it was similar to what Chaloner used to do for you guys. The fist pump. The fist pump. But it wasn't just a fist pump. He went mental. He went mental. Oh, he went mad. But I, I I like that. I do like that. Um, I mean, the, the beautiful thing was that the, the team didn't have far to travel, as they all train in Stockport pretty much. So it was a it was like a, a home game in mm-hmm. terms of location for the team. Just the fans, it wasn't. But you know what? Let's. We can't write Stockport off. No, you can't. The, the, the second half, they came out and 
played the way if they'd have played the way they did in the second half as he did in the first half, they wouldn't have got beat. Um, but can't take credit away from Barrow. They, no. they they looked all right. They did look all right. I don't think they're going to be in danger this season. I'm I'm going to put it out there now. I think they are. Clutch we'll, we'll this. <laughs> well, Grant, next game, next game has been dubbed Battle of the Omars. Right? Battle of the Omars, yeah. As Omar Omar Bu, 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 I can't pronounce Bugle. Bugio, 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 I think he's going to do what he did at you guys and what he did at Donny and what he's done at pretty much every club he's been at. Oh, it's like the Omar Bogle circle, isn't it? Yeah. So they do reckon by 2026, those. every club will have had Omar Bogle for six months. <laughs> it's in the same vein that by 2032, you'll never be more than 10 foot away from a previous Watford manager. Like, this is <laughs> this just... I think Omar Bogle is doing the rounds. <laughs> um... <laughs> We're, we're all going to get him at some point. He can't add more clubs than Tiger Woods. <laughs> he has, hasn't he? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just... But you, we can't... This might be different. Every player may be. has like... a club that they, they click at. Harry McCurdy, Swindon. He has clicked at Swindon. Last season, if we were doing this podcast last season, we would have written Harry McCurdy off at Swindon. We would have done because he's yeah. got that record. People hated him, bad attitude. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's still got that bad attitude. But if you're doing well on the pitch, doesn't matter. This might be all my Bogles club. We'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. But it might be. And I mean, I've, I've said it before if a team can get the best out of Omar Bogle, they've got one of the. I hate saying it, they've got one of the best strikers in the league. He's got all he's got. All the attributes, yeah. That you need to be a good striker. It was a big, powerful header that he scored from yeah. a long throw. That's the sort of thing you need. You've got to keep Omar Bogle interested. Yeah. If he loses interest, that's it. You've had it, and he's away. Yeah. You can't go on a shit run with Omar Bogle. No. You can you can lose the occasional game. You can't go on a three, four, five game losing streak because you will not get Omar Bogle back. That's that's the that's the way it looks. But he's the key to Newport season this season. Yeah, he, he probably is, and he, yeah, it, it, it's as extreme. I think it is as extreme to say Omar Bogle will dictate whether they are pushing for playoffs or fighting for survival. I, I wouldn't even say fighting for survival. I would just say meddling to nothing. We'll see. It's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know, but Sutton. Do you know what I mean? They'll probably take they'll probably take that result first game of the season, mm-hmm. second game in the pre, in the the, the the second season. Sorry, in the football league after coming up is usually your worst season, um, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But before mm-hmm. we do, here's here's where I just hold my hands up and go, "Told you, yeah, Stevenage, I." I don't think there were many harder games Stevenage could have had for the opening weekend. I don't. I think Tranmere is a horrible... I think only two teams beat Tranmere at home last season. 
And um, they haven't been beaten at home since January. Yeah. So those two teams, uh, I don't know who they were actually. Was it Port Vale possibly in the last? I don't know. Uh, basically, two teams. That's all there were. Two teams beat New uh, Tramia at home. Stevenage have gone there. And I'm going to say, I was watching the highlights before we start recording. There was only two highlights that were of Tramia. Everything was Stevenage. Mm-hmm. They they looked incredible. They looked like they just night and day to last season. Yeah, massively. You, you just fair play to them because I, I they, they were I think I, I think we all said they were our underdogs. They were the the, the ones that were going to perform that no one expected to go oh, to Tramia. It's just one hundred percent. It's a difficult place to go. I'm. From, again, I'm only watching this from highlights point of view. Tranmere's defence looked shaky. I, they it, lost it, Peter Clark, and I, he's 40 years old or 41 years old, was Peter Clark, and people were like, yeah, you know, he's old, he's got to move up. I, I disagreed. I, I think that they, he was the, the, the thing that held them all together. They signed Byrne, didn't they, from you guys? Yeah. Um, again, I think we disagreed on this last week. I don't think that's a great signing for them. I, I just, I just don't. Um, we obviously we took Odessina, they took Burn. I think we got a much better deal, not just on age wise. I think that I just, I don't, I don't know what it is about Burn. I don't rate Burn is. You do. I rate Burn. Yeah. I'd never say that I've seen Burn give a ten out of ten performance. He's Mister Mister Consistent. Yeah, he's your rod. He's your rod scale on the rod scale. So I think we I think we found a title for this podcast. The Rochdale Rochdale scale. Oh, we can't, Grant, because Rochdale's goalkeeper follows us. Oh, we like Rochdale's goalkeeper. Sorry, Richard. We love Richard O'Donnell. The the Rochdale scale is now a thing. And I I think deep down or behind closed doors, you're going to have a right giggle to yourself about that. The Rochdale scale is (laughs) truly a thing. It's a thing we've got our first thing of the season. Yeah. I am. Do you know what? Yeah, he is. He's your he's your Rochdale um, centre back. He's con- he's so consistent. I'm Rochdale aren't consistent. Um, he's and they could be consistently shit. Um, but should, yeah, but they, they always he's always a, he's like a six out of ten every single game. He's a six out of ten. I've never seen him have a ten out of ten performance. Oh. Um, but he'll always go in and do a job. He'll muck in. Um, he works well. Again, I think this is going to be an off result for Tranmere. Um, but as as we've said, Stephen and the team to look out for. Yeah, I, I think they are. But there's there's another team, Grant. There's a team that everybody. I said someone asked me not long ago to name my top three this season, and I said Stockport, Bradford, and Walsall. And everybody went, "Why would you put Walsall there?" Walsall. Currently, I know it's one game, the top of the league. Do you know why the top of the league? Because they smashed you 4-0. And mm. by the sounds of things, after hearing what you've said, after seeing what people say online, 4-0 was the best you could have hoped for. Like, they could have gone for so many more. It could have been more. 
Um, was a chance saved off the line. Killip made a couple of other saves. Um, Hartlepool weren't in the game at all. Um, I can maybe give credit to one Hartlepool player on that pitch. Is that No. Oh. Not even Jake Hasty, um, Umera. He tried. He had a couple of chances. Um, and he looks like he will be a decent forward for Hartlepool. A lot of work is needing done by Hartlepool. Look at Wimbledon coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying they, we have got Wimbledon coming up this weekend and we've got a lot, a lot of work to do. Paul Hartley after the game came out and says that team will never, ever play like that again under him. Um, but what's it? But what's he going to do if they do? Fuck knows. <laughs> I the always depth, wonder when managers say that. Yeah, that'll never depth, happen again. The depth isn't there at Hartlepool to go and change your living like as at some other teams. I um, I think next weekend we will see a changed eleven. I um, I don't think you'll see um, Senna and Featherston playing in the midfield together. I think the midfield's the area where he's going to change it up. I would like to see them play three at the back um, and bring many SAN in between um, Murray and Lacey to bring a bit of football league experience in. Um, and in the defence, and Sterry will be back um, at right back for Hartlepool this weekend because Tumulty probably had the worst game of his career. I was just um, going to ask how he did because I, I, I feel thinking I, that Tumulty was going to have more games this season. I did. I um, but that's it's not purely based on that. I think he's a better player. I think Sterry's I hold my hands up and I'll say I think Sterry's one of the better right backs in the league. Um, I, I, I agree on that. 100%. I think he's a phenomenal player. Yeah. Um, it's just based on injuries. Sterry does he is prone to an injury and he's prone to a red card, which is why I just had an inkling that Tumulty will play more. I am then Sterry at right back this season. Sterry has a complacency as well. Uh, yeah, I think, I think he he becomes complacent when he's not got that challenge. Uh, so yeah. you you need Tumulty to be when he is getting those chances. You need him to be on form. And if he's well, on Hallibur form, looked nothing like they did pre-season. I am. Um, they were very very poor. But I've said enough about Hartlepool. Let's not take this away from an absolutely dominant, dominant performance by Walsall, um, I think they would have beaten any team in this league comfortably this weekend. Johnson had a great game. What a debut for him. But a lot of debutants oh. scoring this weekend. But Danny Johnson scored a hat-trick. Opening weekend hat-trick, it doesn't get much better than that for a player. No. Gave his wee <laughs> DJ <laughs> celebration. Um, yeah, dominant in earned his position very, very well in the League 2 team of the week. Yeah. I'm not got much else to say on that. No, and I, and I think, you know, we've we've mentioned it a few times, Michael Flynn is one of the best managers at this level. He is. He's great. Um, I think you called him the nearly man last season. I don't know. I'm I think, pretty I sure. Think, I think when I said I, I would see. take Flynn Hartlepool, you went, he's the nearly man. Yeah, he'll he'll get you almost where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's he's still very early in his career. He will get you almost. There's going to come a point where he learns how to get you where you want to be. And at that point, Michael Flynn ain't a League Two manager. He's already borderline not a League Two manager. He's good enough to make the decisions of a club for a club higher up. 
but to do it long term is where I think he struggles at the minute. So I, I hope I think he'll get it right this season. I do. I think Walsall are going to be up there, and then that happens at the weekend. It's kind of hard to to really argue Who's it. Who's he got? Who's he got this weekend? Let's uh, have a quick look moving yeah, forward. They're playing Newport County, Ooh. Flynn's old team. At Newport, um, let's let's move on to this weekend. Then let's move yeah, on let's, to this let's do it. I think we've got a good good time to move on to that. Yeah. So, first game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Battle of the Bees. The Battle of the Bees. Bradford City travel to Barrow this Saturday. Um, do you know what? Do you know what I think is going to be? I think we're going to lose this because. We've signed a lot of players from leagues above and that have played consistently in leagues above. I think a lot of them are in for a hell of a shock when they pull up at Barrow. Barrow, it's going to be interesting because Barrow are still going to be riding on a bit of a crest of a wave after being 100%. Stockport. If they, 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 they beat Stockport, they'll be 100% thinking they can turn us over. If they come out first two games of the season and beat Stockport... <laughs> Beat Bradford, two people that people are tipping to win the league this season. What a fucking start to the season! My brother-in-law, you retweeted this from our account. And he went, "I am," because I said, "You," I think you said, "predictions for the league," and he went, "Barrow to go down," and you retweeted. <laughs> I think you just retweeted to retweet it, but a lot of people have tipped Barrow to go down. But if they come out and win their first two games of the season against two of the better. Two of the better, I'm saying in very commas for those listening to Spotify. On, teams on in paper, the on paper, yeah. best teams in the best teams in the league. Um, the yeah. I mean, the fans like to let us know they're the two biggest teams in the league. Ben. I, <laughs> I love you, Stockport Ben. It's all right. I'm yeah, we've got two Bens so. now, by the way. So we've yeah. got Stockport Ben and Swindon Ben. I um, um, it'll be great to see. I would love to see Pete Wilde win both of these when his first home game at Barrow. I think it'd be great. What else we have? Colchester v Carlisle. I can't think of a more drab game. <laughs> Genuinely can't. And that's what? no offence to either team, but I just can't. Carlisle are going to win it. Yeah, they are. They're going to win it. It's going to piss me right off, but Carlisle are going to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and do, do you know what? Crawley had had the opportunity to have a, a decent start to the season against Carlisle. If they struggled on Saturday, this Saturday is going to be horrific. Yeah. Maybe a tough one against Orion. Really, really tough. But it'd be just like Crawley to turn them over. So I'm not going to do predictions. Carlisle, I think it's an obvious prediction. Um, Crawley, Leighton Orient's going to be hard. Crew Harrogate, another one I would have, to be fair, before this weekend, or before the weekend just gone, I'd have put both of them to struggle and it'd probably be a boring nil-nil draw. Both of them had decent weekends. I I don't really want to... Again, a good bit of an interesting game. Yeah. Doncaster, Doncaster Sutton. Without Tomlin. Yeah, without Tomlin. Um I mean it doesn't make a difference if they had Tomlin. No. He's just still a big fat tar, doesn't he? Yeah. It's uh, baffling. Well, you know, if he wants to come on that podcast because he's got that cunt, next week. No, I mean that cunt's not gonna see double digit games this season. No, I mean, not 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 even because of fitness or injuries, it's gonna be because of fucking red cards and what like <laughs> he's had eleven red cards. There was eleven red cards he's had now in his career, and he's 30, 32. Guy Branston had eighteen in his career. Is um, Guy Branston not a centre back though? Yes, 
Yeah, Lee, Lee Tomlin's an attacking midfielder. Yeah, yeah, it don't make much sense, does it? No, it doesn't um, make much sense. Then we go Gillingham, Rochdale. Another game that's just so hard to predict. It's hard for me to get excited. Sorry, but it's hard for me to get excited about the game. <laughs> see the Rochdale scale. On the Rochdale scale. If it, honestly, if I, I had to place that game anyway, it would be Rochdale on the Rochdale scale. <laughs> it, would just, it, it, it would be perfectly Rochdale. <laughs> but watch, watch this be like a six-goal thriller. It's going to be yeah. great. I'm excited. Um, Grimsby, Northampton. By the way, that'll be a good game at Grimsby. Yeah, at Grimsby, I think I think Grimsby, uh, I think they'll take it. I'm not going to do many predictions throughout this, but I think Grimsby will take it. First home game, I think they'll be right up for it after after the yeah. weekend just gone. Hundred um, percent. I would already go out and say that this game for you coming up this weekend is one of the most important games you've had in a long time. We said that a lot over the last couple of seasons about Hartlepool. Yeah, but I really think that about this game. I think that this game is massive. First home you. game of first home game of the season against a team that's come down. Yeah, it's a big game. I'm after the result of the weekend. I don't think there's going to be a big crowd there this weekend. I, I think I think you'll I think you'll sign a player before the weekend. I think so as well. I think you, you have to. But where? But for where? That's what I can't work out. Where do you put this player? Who knows? Because as, as at this point, as of Saturday, you could probably sign eleven and slot them in perfectly. Yeah, it's but... vast improvements have to be made at home. If Wimbledon score first, people know what the atmosphere in the Vic's like. It can go from being the best place to play your football to be in the worst place yeah. to play in your football. If the Hartlepool fans turn against you, it's so hard to bring them back mm -hmm. onto your side. Mm -hmm. um, they need a performance. Paul Hartley needs a performance. He needs to pull that team together and get something out of them. I think we'll see a much, I think we'll see a changed formation and a changed team this weekend. I really do. If you put in a performance like Saturday's against Walsall, it's going to become a cauldron. You're going to justify a lot of people's. Uh, a lot of people's guesses or a lot of people's predictions that you were going to be in the bottom two. Be interesting. I think you'll. I think if you don't get it right now, sharpish like Hartley says, they'll never perform like that again. If he doesn't get that nailed and sorted before this weekend, there's going to be trouble. It's going to be hard for you to get that back. I think. Yeah. Um, next game. By the way, Mansfield have had a shit start. In terms of fixtures, they've now got Tranmere at home, which ain't an easy game. Um, I think it's both teams under both teams massively underperformed this weekend, and both teams are going to be right up for it to try and mm -hmm. perform. They've got to, they've got to. Yeah, I'll be um, an interesting game to see. I'm, I get, yeah, I, I don't make a prediction on it. I'll put out another really shit bet for you all to see on Friday. Don't copy it. Don't follow what I do. But I'm going to try and do this. Yeah, I'm going to try and every Friday put a bet out, a treble, and we'll see how many I get gloriously <laughs> wrong. So keep an eye out on our Twitter page for Grant shit bets. Grant shit bets. Bet responsibly, it, not like Grant. <laughs> yeah, um, then we come to Newport Walsall. We've we've kind of come on on it a bit. 
Michael Flynn, Walsall, going back to Newport, where he made his name as a manager. They love him down there. He loves Newport. It's his club. Yeah. He is a Newport lad. He, for me, Walsall he's, all over. He's going to want to put on a display, isn't he, and, and show what he's all about again. I, I can't dis, can't disagree with you, mate. No, it's, yeah, he's Walsall all over. Stephen is Stockport. Steve Evans ball against Chalona ball. Yeah. Stockport are going to be reeling from this weekend. Stockport, Stockport still will have got a bollocking off Chalona. I mean, they got a bollocking at half-time. It's evident they got a bollocking at half-time. Mm-hmm. I think he still gave them a bollocking at full-time. They didn't go on and win that. Yeah, he's got to. He's got to. There's, I, there's no way you can, you can praise them for what, coming back from 3-0 down to 3-2. Nah, I've been in that position. I wouldn't want to play against Stockport this weekend. But is there a team or a manager that <laughs> if you went... Thrive. <laughs> yeah, would thrive under this sort of situation. Steve Evans will send his team out to just be shit houses. Just to be... He'll, they'll, they'll do what Donny did to us on Saturday. Yeah. They'll, they'll shit house the entire thing. Stockport will get frustrated. It'll just be a... A horrific place to be. Um, Swindon Salford, another. We've got some really big games this early mm-hmm. part of the season. Swindon have to win this. I spoke. I put a tweet out earlier, and I spoke to some Swindon fans, and I basically, I'm not, I'm not going to go too much into to details about this. It's about, but Harry McCurdy. I asked Swindon fans. Swindon fans, would you prefer Harry McCurdy to have a shit August, so that? People aren't really looking to sign him. Or would you prefer him to hit the ground running because you think he's going to stay or you think he's going to go anyway? And I think that mm-hmm. the, it was a mixed bag in terms of what they wanted. What I will say is that I've said this for a while. I'm not going to go into this. I've, I've kind of shown you things that oh, you've read, Grant. You've read mm-hmm. what, what we've what we've got. Yeah. Um, there, there are... There's movement with Harry McCurdy, and that's all I'll say. There, there, right now, there is there is movement. I think if the movement goes, mm-hmm. I think Swindon are in real trouble. If you unless, see in the next unless seven they days, recruit well, if you see in the next seven days, Swindon sign a forward, expect. Within a couple of days, a departure. I think they're in big trouble if they lose Harry McCurdy. I think they are as well. He's their standout. He is yeah. their standout player. He is their man. Ends and I think opinion. Swindon will be begging. Swindon fans will be begging for the transfer window to close. They'll have their eyes on the clock of August as much as I've got my eyes on the clock of August for different reasons. <laughs> I've got it as well because it's my birthday. Um, <laughs> fuck but, your birthday. Fuck my birthday. Yeah, literally, <laughs> fuck my birthday. Grant's stolen my birthday. Um, but for I, this is why I said I think Swindon will be mid because I think August, if they keep Harry McCurdy this month, when January comes around, they're going to do it again. They're going to Keep, they're not going to have their eye on the game. They're going to have their eye on that 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 calendar. Let's mm-hmm. get this window closed. We need to keep this man. Um, and that's why I think it's, it's, not, it's not as if they need the cash, is it? 
They don't need it, but mate, they don't need to charge four hundred pounds for a season ticket. But their owner fucking does anyway. It's not about you right yeah. in there. Oh, mate, it's not about needing. He, he, you know, I'll be honest, and I'll say it out loud. I think I think he's a greedy bastard. I think he's 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 got a project that he wants to do at Swindon. Now, I don't disagree with that project. I think Swindon, you know, upgrading the stands, improving on the stadium, phenomenal. Fans shouldn't have to pay for that. Someone no. someone tweeted and went. Yeah, but half the stadium is going to be owned by the fans, so I'm going to own part of the stadium. I'm like, well, what if I didn't want to own part of the stadium? What if I just want to mm-hmm. come and watch football? You know, we 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 had a few years ago, we had our season ticket prices and we had an additional, and it was for, we called it the, a war chest, Stuart McCall's war, war chest for him to have an extra transfer budget. Mm-hmm. You could pay on top of your season ticket to donate towards it. Don't force I mean, people to pay for your project. Who in the right mind would trust Stuart McCall with extra money? Nate, when we lost Eric Adams, <laughs> I, I know for a fact when... In fact, it wasn't even it was before Derek Adams came in. I know for a fact that one fan emailed in to a person high up at the club and suggested Stuart McCall was brought in with Wayne Jacobs as a management team. Stuart McCall was sacked four months prior... From Bradford. <laughs> and this person said, bring in Stuart McCall as manager for his fault. Fuck off, Stuart. Why have you got me on Stuart McCall? Fuck. I love Stuart McCall, the player. I don't rate Stuart McCall, the manager. And the fact that we have to now separate the two upsets me. I love Stuart McCall, the player. Swindon, I think your owner is fleecing you. I, I do. And I don't think many people disagree. And I think deep down... You guys agree with it? You, you be, you, you tell you what, he's Del Boy in you. It wouldn't be a season of lower league look without us calling out some sort of ownership model, would it? Now, I'm still going for Scunthorpe. <laughs> I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still asking Peter Swan to come on, but let's let's we'll finish this off now because we've yeah. we've covered everything. Some good news, and it in League Two, but it was when we first started this. The first club we covered when we started doing the lower league look was Oldham. Yeah, Oldham, takeover, confirmed. Done. Dusted, signed. The guy who's come in from Oldham, I just want to take him for a pint. I'd love to go for a pint with him. He is an absolute... Grant, did you know that he's... Have you seen? Have you read about him? I've, I've read that he's got a coal-powered car. He's got a, a coal-powered Land Rover. What he also, at the age of 70-something years old, climbed Kilimanjaro. How old is he? Uh, right, so I'll tell you, I'll, I'll read this now. Oh, Oldham Athletic. So this is this is this is the information that we have on the guy. Uh, Frank Rothwell is his name. Seventy-two-year-old flat cap wearing Lancashireman. Yes. It, oh, he is. Um, and do you know what? If I Ben Swindon Ben nailed it. He said if I typed in on Google "man from Oldham," oh, that he would, would come up. That you would yeah, yeah. Um, so looking here, he was awarded the Freeman of the Borough in 2021 for outstanding contributions to Oldham. Um, let's have a look for fun. For fun, amongst other things, I made the first Land Rover to be powered by steam and coal in my garage. And this year at 70, I became the oldest person to row a boat solo across the Atlantic Ocean, raising 1.1 million for the Alzheimer's research. 
He's just a fucking lunatic, and I love Aww, it. I love it. You've got the to thing, see it. The good thing is, we've got a good relationship with Oldham, um, and we've been invited this season to come at some point, so we're going to get there. We're going to try and get with him, try and just get him, try and speak to him, because I think he'd be a great character. And I think, I'll be honest, he'll put a lot of the owners in this league to shame, because yeah. he gives a shit about his club. It's just a shame he's in a league that's so hard to get out of, and I think it's an even more difficult National League this season. Yeah. Um, good luck to Oldham this season. I really hope you do well, and we hope to see you back next season. Yeah. It's a guy, That'd be a fairy nice tale. Thing. It's a nice thing to end on that, isn't it? But we've reached the end. We've covered our first week back. I'm excited. <sighs> what a week. Let's, let's get into League 2 for the Round 2, as it's called on Flash Scores. Um, what, what, what day? Yeah, we'll, we'll do some recording next week after those results. There's then cup games coming as well. Uh, but yeah, bro, walk us out. Let's walk us out. Let's guys, 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 guys. Thank you very much for listening once again. We love absolutely every single one of you. Don't forget to follow us on all of our socials Facebook, Twitter, whatever else we have, YouTube as well. Subscribe, follow, retweet, like, do whatever you want with it. Give us some good comments. Tell us what you think of the episodes. I'm listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music. Give us a good rating on there. Rate us five stars. Spotify, comment, whatever the hell you want. We do not care. Come and join us on our Discord. I'm, we have our Match Day Live chat group. Have a chat in there. Also, we've got a link to our WhatsApp group. Come and join that. Uh, it's good fun. It's got a really nice community building in here. We've done a lot of good work this week. I We are reaching out to men's health charities and mental health charities to see if we can partner up with them for things that we've had ongoing. I am big up to our community. We love absolutely every single one of you. Guys, we will speak to you next week. We have been the Lower League. Look. Don't be a dick if you join the WhatsApp. Thanks to sponsors. Thanks to Wagner United. Uh,